When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Yeah, good morning, everybody. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And a uh, hell of a weekend that we had, especially all over Instagram. Good morning, everybody. Look at all these people joining us already this morning. What's up, Poopty? Patty, how are you? Dana, good morning to you. Bellamy Jack, Shark, good morning, Mira. What's up, Scooter? Dude, great pictures this weekend, Scooter. I was following you a little bit on Instagram. Uh, Angela, good morning to you. Ah, oh, what a weekend. I am exhausted. Um, not enough food, way too much alcohol. That's number one on the list. Probably should have eh, reversed that a little bit. But uh, a couple of things I want to talk about on the show today. First and foremost, uh, I think I got my new biggest pet peeve. Hands down, my new biggest pet peeve. God, I was irked yesterday. You just sort of bottle it all in. Don't make a scene. But I figured it out. I think I figured out what pisses me off the most about the human race. Uh, also, uh, got a, a little bit of professional news. Uh, we're going to get to that in just a moment, but uh, I want to throw something out for the ladies. Ladies, you might be able to, uh, go ahead and answer this question. I was having a thought on Friday night. I was sitting down at a bar, having a drink by myself in between the two shows of Adam Carolla at Acme Comedy Company, downtown Minneapolis. I, uh oh, here we go. Mira. Good morning. Hall and Oates is playing here tonight. I'll be certain to send audio of Maneater. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know, I have a hatred for Hall and Oates. And not so much a hatred for Hall and Oates. There is some good Hall and Oates. Sarah's smile. You making my dreams come true. It's good. It's good. Fucking Maneater's the worst. The worst of all of them. Maneater sucks. There's so much bad Hall and Oates, but there's also some really good Hall and Oates. There's some really good journey. There's some fucking awful, awful don't stop believing. Okay? You're allowed to make terrible shit if you have really good shit. But don't get angry when I start bagging on your bad stuff. Like Sarah Smile is a decent song. Making My Dreams Come True, very good. Man Eater, ugh, the worst. The worst of all of them. The worst of all the 80s songs. It's so bad. I know Holland Oates is playing here. A friend of mine shot me a message she works for i don't know if it's live nation something or another but she's like hey uh i need somebody to come and like run our vip section uh at the hall at at a or she said do you want to come and run our vip section for a show coming up we basically just need somebody to like liaison and you know do crowd control and do, do do some announcements and blah 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 and i was like uh yeah i could possibly do that um what's the show and she goes hall and oats i was like you playing a joke on me? Is it somebody put you up to this? She's like, why? I'm like, have you not heard me go on at length about my hatred for of Hall and Oates? Are you are you screwing with me? Because 
that fucking, there's no, first off, I'm not, I don't want to go do a VIP for any band, you know. I've been smart with money. I don't need to scratch that bad. Go deal with drunk people. And the thing about VIP is it's people that have money because they can afford to be in VIP. And the reason why they are going into VIP is because they love that band and are probably going to go out and drink a little more because they're super excited. And then you're dealing with all... No, I'm not... No, no. It's sort of the equivalent why there's so many fistfights on Spirit Airlines. Because you're dealing with like the bottom of society. People who can afford $23 flights but really can't upgrade to first class. These are the people that are getting into fistfights on Spirit Airlines. Uh, it's sort of like the the same but different. Because you got people that can afford to be in VIP, get all the free booze they want, pay for the extra tickets, and then Maroon 5 is coming to town, so they can't wait to go, and then they get completely shit-faced, and then you got to deal with them. No, I'm not doing that. Um, and especially for Holland Oats. Oi! Not a chance. My goodness. Um, I know that they are playing tonight, and I, I would like to see Holland Oats if they could guarantee that they were going to play Maneater as the last song in the encore, and I could split before they do it. Because like I said, they got some good songs. Oh, man, now that we're here. Oh, Jesus. Ah, now I got to bring it up because I mentioned the song. And God damn it. I'm breaking my own rules if I don't. You're making my dream. It's a good song. And it's basically in all the eight great 80s songs, right? I mean, are all the great 80s montages. If you watch any sort of movie between like what year was this? This had to have been 80-something? Oh, yeah. I mean, great intro. I mean, it sounds exactly like the 80s. Oh! Can you imagine the lights go out? The XL Energy Center? And then the curtain drops, and you hear that... Goosebumps! I bet it'd be great! I mean, that stash that... I mean, John Oates with the stash, the blue shirt. I mean, when you watch the video, it looks like he's not even playing an actual guitar. He's just... I don't know. I better turn it down before I get kicked off of Instagram. But I'm just saying, I love the song. I just wish a lot of it wouldn't be so... Man-eater focus. What is the allure to that song? I don't get it. Danielle, I saw him at the fair two years ago. It was a lot of fun. And they do put on a great show. I bet they do. And live from Daryl's house, when he brings in all these musicians and they do a bunch of like their other artist songs and then do covers, great. It's so good. Just, there's like five or six Hall & Oates songs that they drive me batty. And why they have to always be in rotation, I don't know. Turn on any oldie station. Ugh, so gross. Scooter, my girls danced, uh, danced this in the pandemic. That song is going to be stuck in my head. Damn Zoom. Listen, it's a good song. It's a, it's a really good song. It's just there's so much other crap that they put out. Ah. Uh, all right, anyways, as I was uh, discussing a moment ago, I was sitting in between the two Adam Carolla shows at Acme, and I just had a thought. You guys you guys, let me know what you think. It's gonna, This one's going to be out there. This one's going to be for the ladies. Um... Can you can you deem your rabid vibrator as an emotional support animal? You can go ahead and make your comments inside of the Instagram live feed. I imagine that some people are going to have very strong opinions. 
But can you have a ra rabbit vibrator and deem it an emotional support animal? Bellamy Jack says, of course. Absolutely. I hope that's what she was referring to. <laughs> Uh, no, the uh, the other thing I kind of wanted to, to discuss, went to the Brewers game yesterday. We'll talk about that for just a moment because uh, I was a little miffed at uh, some dudes in the stands. God damn it. Ugh, God, I hate people. Ah, the worst. Just the worst of humanity. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a little bit of professional news, if I could, for just a moment. So I got a phone call. I was out at the Mall of America, brought the nieces out there, brought my daughter. Everybody was having a grand old time. And then I uh, got a phone call saying, hey, you got five minutes. Can you step outside? We can have a conversation. I went, absolutely not a problem. Uh, well, it turns out uh, I was offered a position. And it, when I say position, it's not like I'm packing up and moving or anything. Uh, it's basically just another thing you add on to the pile of the shit I already got going on. Um, but it was really nice, and I'm, 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 a, I'm a fan of hers, only because I've met her a couple of times at my last job, and she comes through the through town every now and again. Super sweet. Everything about her, I really dig. I'm going to start doing some production work and starting to edit the new Megan Trainer podcast called Working On It. And I had a nice conversation on Saturday with Megan's people, who are just, like, the best people to work with. Everything about her, I really dig. I dig the voice. I dig her. She sort of seems like the... If Kelly Clarkson wasn't there, she would be next in line to go up the ladder of... We could give her a talk show. She could do it. We could give her a hosting gig on The Voice. She could do it. We could give her a podcast. She'll be great at it. There's so many things that she can do that I just feel is uh, kind of where you got to be nowadays. You got to do... 31 different jobs back in the day it was like you focus on one thing and that was it that's all you did it, it doesn't really work in other i don't know maybe it doesn't really work in other professions sometimes because if if you were to ask a welder hey man uh, not only do you need to be able to weld but you also need to be able to lay brick and you got to install windows and we also need you to roof and also be able to do like hanging gutters soffit fascia you know, if you could do some, like, landscaping excavation, if you could do that, too. But it doesn't work that way. You only weld. That's it. But in our profession, when you're doing, like, digital stuff, you have to be, you have to have nine different jobs going all the time. You know? Podcasting right now. Uh, I'm in the, I'm currently in the middle of editing a bunch of podcasts for people right before we jumped on to this podcast. As soon as this is done, I got to write invoices for voiceovers that I did last week. I'm also going to be doing a live show for uh, a former co-worker, Tiffany Norton, who's a comedian from Minneapolis. I'm doing her live show later tonight. After that, I got to go record a podcast for a guy. And then at some point would like to possibly jump up on stage and do five minutes of stand-up somewhere. <laughs> Oh, and also, uh, if we could, maybe just, like, sit down and have some chicken fingers with my kid and let her know that she's a priority in my life and that I love her. Because that tends to, like, fuck kids up when you don't. So trying to do that at the same time, it is it can, it can be a massive pain in the ass. So you kind of have to delegate time. And when people go, like, oh, my God, it must be so nice that you aren't waking up so early anymore. Just having to knock it up at 3.30 a.m. It's not 3.30, but it's still almost six o'clock and you're up and at him, man. There's no like drink coffee, read the paper, turn on the news, get the, let the dog bring you the, your slippers. There's none of that shit. It's get up and go time, man. Um, I got another thing that I was also, uh, I'm working on professionally that I, I, 
I'm going to bag about myself for just a moment because I hate when people do this and I'm doing it right now. Uh, there's something that is in the works that I'm not going to be able to talk about right now, but maybe in like a week or so. But I was having a conversation with a potential client over the weekend. And the one thing that we were talking about is time. And I've said it many times before. It's the only thing that you have. That's it. That's all you got. Uh, Anna, I watched you at the Ingrid Michelson show. Amazed at all the different things you do. Mad skills. Thank you very much. That's very nice of you to say. Um, that was one of the things that brought me to, uh, a couple of the people I'm working with right now is that they don't want to go out and find somebody who has to be a Photoshop guy, who has to be a video guy, who has to be this and that. They want somebody that's all in one package and you're not going to ever be a hundred percent at all of it. But if you can get yourself to, you know, 85, 90%, you're, you're capable with it. You know, jack of all trades, master of none. You got to be close to master on most of them. But if you can do a few different things, man, it really does. It makes a huge difference. And the thing I was chatting about over the weekend was time. Time is all you have. You're going to make money. Family members come and go. Jobs come and go. Time is really the only thing you have in life and what you do with it. You know, you'd be amazed at how much you can do if you just focus. I, I think about the guys back in the day, you know, the, the Leonardo's, the Raphael's, the other Ninja Turtles. It's an easy joke, but you know where I'm going with this. Th these guys were painters, astrologers. They did so much. And the reason why they did so much is because they weren't distracted. They didn't have iPads. They didn't have phones. They didn't have all this, you know, 24-hour news cycles. None of that shit. All they had was like paintbrushes and time. And you wonder why all this stuff looks amazing. Well, if, if you were to grab a, a pad of paper and a pencil and you've never drawn before, ever, and for eight hours a day, all you did was draw, I bet in six months you would be making amazing drawings. It doesn't take much. Everybody thinks, oh, I'm not talented at that. It, no, you're just not, it's not a priority in your life and you don't take time for it, you know? Um, I didn't know this and anybody that I used to work with at my last job, they will attest. I didn't realize it, but at, we had all, one weekend, everybody had watched, what is the name of that? Oh, Superbad. And I was like, I wonder if I could draw dicks. Might be pretty good at it. Started drawing dicks. Next thing you know, I have coworkers coming to me going, hey, here you draw dicks. Can you make me a dick drawing? Dick drawings are now strewn about the Metro. They hang on people's walls. I had one coworker who loved it so much. He was a, uh, uh, I don't want to say a addicted gambler, but he definitely gambled. And I made a dick drawing of a guy winning at a slot machine. He loved it so much, he took it home, framed it, and hung it on the wall. I didn't know I could draw dicks, so I started drawing dicks. If you start drawing dicks, hey man, you might be a good dick drawer. You don't know. Uh, Scooter, I always say I'm a Jane of all trades, a master of bone. Hey man, listen, uh, I don't know what kind of sexual thing you're into but if you say you're a master of bone hey i don't want to stand in your way and i don't think people should judge you for it either okay <laughs> but uh, yeah megan trainer's great and i'm looking forward to what's going to happen with that podcast they already got like four or five in the can that i got to go through and i got to edit and put them all together for and uh she is a uh, she's just a sweetheart just a delight i really like her she could be that next 
sort of Kelly, and she's already done all the voice stuff, and she's done all the blah blah blah. You know, she's kind of been around, and uh, you know, it, I don't want to deem her as a one hit wonder because that's not what it is. It's just she had so many really good songs off that first record, but everybody plays all about that bass, and I'm like, what about all the other good stuff? Plus that John Legend uh, track that she did, I'm gonna love you like I'm gonna lose you. Ah, oh, oh goodness, you play that on a mountaintop at a picnic with a lady. She'll be yours forever, for sure. All right, uh, yesterday decided to hop on over and uh, go to the Minnesota Twins game because uh, my beloved Milwaukee Brewers were in town. Uh, my cousin Tim got us phenomenal seats, phenomenal. Right on the third baseline, excuse me, right on the first baseline. And um, I like having, I don't mind, listen, almost every seat in the house is a good seat, but when you're up close, the... It moves, the, the game just moves so much faster when you are up close and personal with the action. And, you know, I mean, we were like, I don't know, row six or seven, something like that. We were basically right there. Size of these guys are just like so goddamn big. Oh, it's ridiculous. But the game's going on. Brewers are winning. They lost the first two. Friday and Saturday they lost. Came back on Sunday. Uh, had a good game. You know, pitching was outstanding. Hitting was outstanding. The Twins just didn't have it in them, you know. And it gets to be the end of the game. It's the ninth inning. There's two outs. There's two strikes. Josh Hader's on the mound. He's pitching for the Brewers, trying to, like, wrap this thing up. And the guys behind us, as we're about, he's about to deliver that last pitch of the game, you know, the four chuckleheads behind us are like, uh, yeah, well, at least we took the first two. And I'm like, just let it go. Whatever. You don't need to, you know, engage with these idiots. You guys are probably going to lose to the Dodgers in the first round of the playoffs anyways. And that's the part that drives me nuts. That's, that might be my biggest pet peeve after listening to these idiots. Is that you, you, your team just got your ass whipped. All you have to do is shake hands and say good game. And go about your day. Why is it that you have to like try to get the last word in? And here's the thing that really drives me batty. You're not on the fucking team. The twins aren't going to sign you. Why do you care so much? I'm not on the Brewers. I'm not on a professional sports team. Do you want to know what team I am a part of? The human race. That's the team I'm a part of. So are you. So let's erase the stigma of you being a Twins fan, me being a Brewers fan, and let's remember that we're all goddamn human beings. Because if the fucking Taliban comes into the stadium and starts shooting up the place, am I not going to pull you to safety just because you wear a Twins jersey? What the fuck are you... Why are you getting in an argument? Dude, don't be so white trash. You want to do that white trash garbage? You want to be Bush League? Go up into the nosebleed stands with all the other cheap people. God damn it. I paid good money to have nice tickets. We're a part of a... We're a part of, you know, human beings are a part of one whole team. I don't care what team you cheer for. I'm always going to be nice to you. That is how successful people do it. You're not mean to other people that are below you. You're not mean to other people that are above you. You don't have to pick fights with people that cheer for another team. I don't give a shit what team you cheer for. I could care less. It doesn't make my team any better. It doesn't make us any worse. So why would I ever care or want to argue with somebody who doesn't have the same, you know, thoughts on a team that I have? How dumb. What an... And the people that engage, man. I mean, we're seeing all these fights that are happening in the stands at these... Um, 
these preseason NFL games. And it's like, well, yeah, it makes sense. Everybody is a dirtbag who doesn't want to pay actual you know, ticket prices, 100 bucks a ticket to go in and see the game. You can only have, you're a shitbag who only can afford the $12 ticket. So you go to a preseason game, you get completely hammered on Bud Light, and then some dude shows up in a Ravens jersey and you end up in a fist fight with him in the parking lot. Dude, you run your whole life like that. What's the end game here? Where are you going to end up? You know, it drives me nuts when guys have to do that. It's like, so what? You lost. Even if I, even if we would have, I'd turn around and be like, hey, good game, guys. That's awesome. Nobody got into fights. Hopefully you had a good time. I'm not going to be a dickhead and be like, yeah, you might have won the series, but you guys ain't going to make the playoffs. <laughs> like, because I have to feel better because my team lost? No, dude, it's insecurity. God, I hate that. That is the thing about, like, human beings that is just, ugh. It's the worst. It brings out the worst in humanity. And then what am I supposed to do? Defend my, I'm not a part of the team. Amanda, absolutely agree. Just be a good person, period. Yes, it shouldn't matter what team you cheer for. It shouldn't matter what part of the country you're from. None of that. Shouldn't matter color of skin. It shouldn't matter gender, sexual identity. Just be nice to everybody all the goddamn time. (laughs) Regardless. I don't know why that's such a goddamn tall order for people. All you have to do is just go through life smiling. Telling people hello and goodbye. Have a nice day. Fuck, is it that hard? Why? What are the other aspects? There's an old saying of how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I imagine that the guy behind us who started chirping at us because his team lost is also a massive prick to his kids when they go out and do organized sports and they fuck up. Their team loses. Probably a massive dick to his wife who's only trying to do her best and keep that guy happy, but is also kind of a prick and has to get the last word in all the time. Man, I, I, don't, I, don't, get, I don't know what the mentality is. And it's not like this is, this isn't Packers Vikings. Dude, it's Brewers Twins. That seems to be pretty cordial, man. Plus, uh, a big you know, shout out to all the Brewers fans. Christ, it was like a home game yesterday. We were walking around Mall of America on Saturday, packed, packed with Brewers uh, fans. Memorabilia, people walking around the jersey, they got the hat on, doing the thing. I took a little bit of heat, not much. I do appreciate it, though, because I posted the picture of me wearing my Brewers jersey yesterday. And that Brewers jersey, uh, I bought it in 2005 at Miller Park, which they can call it American Family Field all they want. I'm not calling it that. It's Miller Park. There's no way. My brother-in-law and I discussed this. It's not American... No, There's no other name for that stadium other than Miller Park. That's what it will always be. I bought that jersey in 2005 when I was doing morning radio. And if everybody's like, oh my God, radio's just an awesome job. Like you just get to like work for four hours a day and you make bags of money. I made $17,000 a year. My first radio job. To go back and think, and here's the crazy part about it. That was, so 2005, right? We're going on 16 years. If you go back to any of those markets and you ask what they're paying, it's probably about 18.5. It's not like the in 15 years, it's not like I mean it might even be less than $17,000 a year. It is not what you think it is, man. Uh, when I did afternoons at 93x, um, I had heard rumblings that when Remy Maxwell was there, he was making around 150 to 160,000 dollars a year. I don't know if that's true. I don't know I, have to, I don't want to get in the guy's finances. But, uh, but that was just the rumblings, you know, between like endorsements and all that. 
uh, and then he left. There was a guy who replaced Remy, and then about a year and a half after that guy replaced Remy, I replaced that guy. And the contract they pushed across the table to me with a big smile on their smug-ass faces was uh, $24,000 a year. Now, mind you, a year and a half before this, they were paying out $150,000. And now they want to pay a guy $24,000. And uh, I, said, uh, I said, there's no way I can sign this. <laughs> you guys nuts? Holy shit. I mean, I literally sold couches in a mall and made double that. I can't sign for $24,000. I got a girlfriend? We're thinking about having a baby one day? Like, what the fuck? No. $24,000 a year? Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. You guys. You make money hand over fist. This is like a $17 million a year radio station. You guys are going to pay a guy $24,000? Oh my God, dude. Are are you nuts? Have fun. Dude, I'm not doing it. So they're like, okay, well, well, listen. You're also going to get endorsements. You're also going to get gigs. That's where you really make your money. And I'm like, well, listen, that stuff's not guaranteed. So if you want to bump up the you know the pay here i might sign but i can't there's no way you guys i that's ridiculous you guys make that in a month there's no way so uh they came back and they're like all right we heard you out we decided you're worth the money so we put it in the contract and then they slide the contract across the table and i look at it and it's twenty six thousand dollars and i'm like so after all that you guys came up with another $50 every two weeks. You know what? Just fuck it. And of course, you're an idiot and you sign the contract. Dummies. Jesus Christ. God, radio people, we're the worst. We're the worst. Because you know, you know what it is? We feel like if we don't take these jobs, that somebody else will just get them. So we're dummies and we get paid way less than what we're worth. You know? Big, everybody does it. I, I don't complain about kids nowadays uh, that are you know, making big dollars and like getting three weeks of vacation. Because here's what those, these kids have done. They listen to people that are 40 complain when they were like little kids, like our cousins, our, our little sisters, our little brothers. They listen to us complain at about the age of 22 about like, oh, I'm totally getting fucked by this company and I don't get any vacation time. And, you know, they're only paying me like 12 50 an hour. And now all these kids that are coming up and getting into the workforce and they're like 27 and they're making $65,000 a year and they're getting three weeks of vacation out the gate and matching 401k and blah, blah, blah. They're doing all that and they're asking for it and they're getting it because they listen to us complain for how long that it sucked. So now... We also are not getting it, but we're letting the kids in front of us get it. Who are well, like coming up behind us? We're getting it, and it is. Uh, uh, it, it's. I don't know, frustrating, but at the same time, I'm like, good for you, good for you. I wish I would have had the balls to stand up and say, "This is what I want, and this is what I'm worth." And if you don't want to give it to me, I walk. But instead, you're like, it's like a girlfriend when you're like 22. You're like, she's the only one who's gonna love me. <sighs> what happens if she leaves? No one will ever find me lovable again. Then you guys break up and you're later. You're like, wow, that was, oof, that was dumb. I should have never stuck it out with these people. Should have never <laughs> kept that relationship going. But I don't know. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Assholes at Brewers games. Maximilian, I asked for a dollar an hour raised once and they offered me 90 cents. I left two weeks later. Yeah, this, is the, the dime really going to like cause? I mean, think about it. You know? It's, it's so ridiculous that people do that. That's the one nice thing I got to say about like, about me changing course when it came to careers was that the people who come to me and find me out 
are already like, dude, we know what you're worth and we'll just give it to you. It, it, like they're nice about it. They get it. They get it. These are people that want ha- want to have successful endeavors, successful projects. And they're like, let's just get the people on board that we know are the best and just give them what they want because that'll be, it'll be, it'll, it's a less headache for everybody. You don't need to argue about money because that's the worst part. You got a boss, you argue about money. Now you got to hang out with that boss for a year and then always look at him and be like, God, you're the one dude who wouldn't budge on a dime? Come on, man. Ah. And anyways, good. I'm glad I got that off my chest. Huh, I feel much better. Now I got to go shower. Get it all out. Make sure you find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And every single day at 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. It's at Rudy underscore Povich. Again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.